tomorrow and that is it for us today and we will leave you with a I can't do it we'll do it live we'll do it live do it live I can I'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks As I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor And I can't help but to hear No, I can't help but to hear In exchanging of words I love you, I love you too What a beautiful wedding What a beautiful wedding Says a bridesmaid to a waiter But what a shame What a shame the poor groom's bride is a whore I chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to double OTW out of the... Wo- all right, start it over. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, you just, yeah, you just, you just you're, it's just going, it's rolling. So. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Double OTW 87.3, The Cure. It's Thursday, March 12th, in Studio A of Battle Creek Studios. I'm your co-host, Ian. I'm also an intern here. And with me is the man, the myth, the wood, Woody. Nice. I like that I'm not a legend. I'm just the wood. You're a myth. I am a myth. The I wood. I'm not, I'm not real. I'm just a projection. <laughs> The man, the myth, the wood. Hey, oh, hey. Uh, this is a little different. We're recording at... 3.45 p.m. Yeah, in the afternoon. Usually it's a lot darker out. <laughs> Usually it's pitch black out. Yeah, yeah. Usually the only light we have is coming off the TV screen and the one, two lights ahead of on top of us, but yep. uh, it's a little different, but it's all right. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of... I hope we can transition to more midday pods. Yeah, the... Uh, you're not a, you're not a big late night guy. I feel like once you hit like one one a.m., you're kind of like, listen, the day's over. Yeah, let's, let's, let's call it a day. Let's Definitely, it. unless, yeah, when we're just like at home chilling, yeah. and it's like one a.m. Even like last night, like at eleven, I was like, eh, we're done. <laughs> what time did you, you go know? to bed last night? I don't know. Like I shut my door and go to bed at probably at like midnight or like one okay. or something. Yeah, but that like, thing I don't. So like, whenever you climb into yeah. bed, you might not fall asleep. No. But yeah. I don't know. I probably shut my door at like midnight, something. That's like fair. 12.30. Interesting. Because that's Went like right bed. when I start getting rolling. Really? Yeah. I got like about a couple 13, 14,000 YouTube videos lined up. <laughs> a couple 40, 50 tabs opened. Damn. Got to get dies. through them. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I do that during the midday. Midday. Mm-hmm. I might try to do Well, this is risky. I might try doing this new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Because we don't have sports. We'll get into this part like later here. Yeah. Recapping the week. But... Since we don't have sports for the foreseeable future, I have no reason to be up from the time of like 5.30 p.m. to like 11.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I might flip to sleeping during then, waking up at like midnight, and then just staying up until five, four or 5 in the afternoon, which could be detrimental. <laughs> could be really bad. <laughs> could really just fuck over a lot of things that we have not been working towards. But yep. like at the same time, I think that gives me like that space to like 
basically because I get this weird spot going back to like the sleep thing where it'll be like 5 36 a.m. and I'm like there's like a couple things I still want to do but Mm -hmm. I know if I start them we're gonna start rolling into the sevens and eights and then it gets it gets really risky I'm like what do you do yeah I think that's late yeah like two weeks ago I stayed up to like 8 a.m. and I was trying I was was doing that you got BK breakfast right Wendy's breakfast. Wendy's breakfast. Yeah, it was new. It was new mm. for us. It might be in your area, wherever you're listening to this. Right. Uh, it might have been out a while ago, but went and got Wendy's breakfast. Uh, mixed mixed reviews. Okay. Some some things are right. Some things. You what know. did you when did you when did you end up getting? Okay, so I got the the baconated breakfast sandwich without bacon. So okay. just the breakfast sandwich. So it's their burger bun, uh, a sausage <laughs> square patty. Uh, their egg is the best egg. Huh. In breakfast. Okay. Um, BK does the scrambled, like, omelet kind of flat, folded over thing. Right. McDonald's has the ring, obviously. Theirs is more like McDonald's, but it feels more kind of, like, naturally made. Hmm. Um, still the yolk fried through, but mm-hmm. it just kind of feels more egg-like, even right. though I'm, I'm for sure McDonald's just puts cracks an egg in the ring. Yeah. Um, But their egg was the best. Their sausage patty felt like it was too big. Okay. Like, it's it's breakfast. I'm not trying to go back to sleep, although I was at that point. So, I actually worked <laughs> out really well. Yeah. Um, And then the, usually, what is it? Sausage, egg, cheese. And cheese is cheese. Right. So, uh, on the burger bun is a little different. And then I got a, a chicken biscuit. I believe a chicken biscuit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not a chicken biscuit. Just a regular, I don't know what it was. Some kind of biscuit. Might have been a chicken biscuit. Either way. Um, that, that was terrible. Right. The biscuit was pretty good. The, um, the fact that there was like chicken on it. That yeah, because it there's like it. a honey butter thing, which is dope. And then uh, I think if I would have just gotten like a honey butter biscuit mm-hmm. for the second thing and not yeah. throwing meat in there, would have been a lot better. But I don't like sandwiches without cheese. Okay. I I would argue it's not even a sandwich, but you know that that's to be tomato debated. tomato. Yeah, potato potato. So, um, but yeah, I so yeah the when you get into the seven eight a.m. thing, it's light out pretty much year round. Mm-hmm. Um. I always kind of like kick around the idea of like, should I just stay up? Right. And so like, I'm thinking if we bump the sleep back or forwards, however you want to comprehend this, where I wake up around midnight uh-huh. and then roll into like midnight to like 5 p.m. So I'm still up for that like 16, 17 hours throughout the day. Yeah. It's like all the normal stuff is happening. And then because. Plus five. Yeah. 17. Yeah. So I'm sleeping from five to midnight mm-hmm. roughly. Six to midnight, whatever you want to call it. Um, six, seven hours of sleep, which is more than I get now. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to feel like groggy and tired because I hate waking up at like six to go to work at seven stuff. I hate that. I'm not awake till like 1030. This way, I'm just up. Yeah. Just moving through. I don't know. It's just not even getting interesting. Around. After work, get home at like five, six, eat something and go to bed. Straight to bed. Because I'll just be gassed, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. We're... uh it's basically just like me taking a nap every day in the afternoon after getting home from work, and then, yeah, and then not going back to bed after it. But, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Interesting. Yeah. Cool beans. Anyways, uh, normal normal uh, agenda here. Recapping yep. the week Correct. into uh, our main Some topic later talk. on. But you know, we'll, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But indeed, uh, how was your week this week? It was pretty good. Um, got the superbia samples back. They turned out good. Not excellent. Mm, okay. I wish I could get them the prints bigger on the back. It's my only gripe and the price tag. So today yeah. I was looking at different printing shops, and I think I narrowed it down to one. So I'm going to call them. Okay. Um, a place called 
Alchemy Print Shop. I think that's what it's called. Alchemy, shout out. Yeah. So hopefully they can uh, hook me up with a better price tag. And then I think they just do strictly screen printing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm hoping they don't have minimums. Oh, sure. But we'll, you know, we'll call, see what happens. Um, so we'll do that. I mean, yeah. So I got those. Turned out good. Um, let's see what else. Got an email yesterday. Emails from, are good. Emails are emails are good from the school. So I'm on spring break this week. Um, University of Minnesota Twin Cities has their spring break this week. And yesterday we got an email saying, "Ooh, it's a good email." It was saying that spring break has been extended three days. It's unbelie- unheard of. It's unheard of, and it's unbelievable that it's the literal semester after yeah. you graduate. But whatever. Correct. Um, so spring break got extended three days, and. All classes are canceled and will be moved to online instruction until the first. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's it's incredible, and it's like also a little concerning in yeah. the sense of like, uh, like futuristic. I know that there's a huge push in general to go to like online classes. Mm-hmm. And it's easier. It's all there's all these pros, but pros and cons of everything. Cons of like the are we developing the social skills that comes with educational like purposes, and we're not. Mm-mm. But I don't know. I I worry that if this goes too well, that they're we're going to be see like, a, a, oh, we'll hey, just do online. In 2020, we'll it worked to, really well. Yeah. Which I think is complete BS. I can't do, like me personally, I've tried online classes. I can't do them. Oh, yeah. I took three in undergrad and I failed all three. Yeah. Little, little, little because apps, you literally, because yeah. li- I don't do anything then. Like if I have to go somewhere mm-hmm. to go to class, to learn about it, yeah. take notes, um, you know, have things explained to me, people tell me when shit's due, you know literally be taught in person rather than reading some shit on a website if i have to read shit on a website and learn it on my own i'm not exactly i'm literally just too lazy for most things okay i'm gonna preface that with most things obviously the things i'm interested in you know which usually is outside of school yeah um i can do but school wise when i've taken these courses it's like i don't do anything because it's straight trash yeah no, it's definitely no that motivation. Di- it's definitely that difference of like motivation, like you said, of self-directed learning versus mm-hmm. like uh, what peer learning or instructor-based learning or whatever. Where it's yeah, when it's, you're when you're in control of your own stuff and you can do it in a way that is realistically the most efficient for you, mm-hmm. it's probably going to go better. And yeah, you can you can do it a little bit better. But uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people too that have to like even for like learning how to like I don't know. I'm trying to think of something super easy. Like let's say. Let's see how to like build a bike, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they need to go to somebody like, oh, I just need to go to a bike shop, hang out for two hours. I'll watch them. I'll learn them. I'll do a couple of things that we could go. Where there's other people, I feel like more like us, where we just watch a couple of YouTube videos and say, oh, cool. I know it. I'll read an article here or two there, compare notes on this. And now I think I'm ready to start and try without right. somebody looking over my shoulder. So even self-directed learning could kind of be split off, but... No, the online class thing, I was terrible at it. I, I can't do it, yeah. It, and, like, on top of that, too, I thought the most bullshit part about with quizzes and tests, like, if you're not cheating, all right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not cheating on online class quizzes and tests, you don't what belong are, in college. What are you doing? Like, it, and I don't even know if it's cheating anymore. I think it was cheating when it first came out, but now, like, because it's, it's so expanded. Your resources. It's resource allocation, for sure. And that's all it is, and you need to be resourceful, and you need to be able to do it in a way that, oh, I'm not always asking for permission, but, like, it... That's just not how it works, and mm-hmm. I and I think that's one of the biggest things that like current higher education settings and like 
institutions are missing right now is real world application and adapting to the ever changing and like the fast pacedness of yeah. the changing of times where remember like this is probably everybody that's listening to this elementary school and like middle school like nope no calculators yeah i know you're not have a calculator wherever you go oh, oh weird. weird we actually fucking do that's a calculator that's better than this yeah. piece of shit too you can literally get apps that do fucking yeah. multi-variable calculus graphs yes you know and they can find the surface area of a segment in a three-dimensional object exactly i think and no, don't get me wrong i think there's plenty of times where you should like point out oh hey no yeah. phones no technology because i just want you to like problem solve or i yeah. want you to get no, used definitely. to like, like just others st- but don't lie to people right and especially like young people and kids of like because they're gonna figure it out really fast and then they're gonna react in, the, in a kid way yeah versus an adult way where it's just gonna be like no it, it it just just be honest like no calculators for this quiz because i want you guys to like actually have to like problem solve that's yeah. the point and i think that's more valuable yeah i think obviously that's probably you know the thing they're trying to teach you know is to use different you know skills and problem solving techniques and you know work your brain and actually make you think mm-hmm. and that's what i think is important um but yeah i mean when it's like Huge. Okay, so for example, right? Um, for those who don't know, I was a chemistry major for three years, and so I took you know all but two chemistry courses. Mm-hmm. So I actually that's a lot. Uh, all but two. Yeah, all but two technical or three. I don't know. I didn't take um, inorganic chem. And I didn't take advanced or ochem lab or advanced inorganic lab. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took all the other ones. And so for example. Ochem lab, the exams are basically, you know, you have to identify functional groups, which are just, um, so like this, you have a carbon here, and then coming off a carbon is a double bonded O, and then to the left or right is a, a ketone group or something. Real nerd talk here, real yeah. deep dive. Real like deep it. dive. Um, so you identify those, and then depending on, you know, the reaction, what it's mixed with, you know, if you have H plus ions and water, it's going to do something to, you know, a base molecule you're given. Um we were allowed to have like cheat sheets though mm-hmm. because unreasonable to think that if you're an actual professor or like student researching, you're not going to be able to like look in your book or your notes that yeah, you exactly. take while you're doing research, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we were allowed some sort of like cheat sheet where it was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is whatever, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, that's realistic. Yeah. But like the fact that you have to write that stuff down, you know, I mean, that in itself works the brain, mm-hmm. and just because I write something down doesn't mean I'm gonna know what it does. Yeah, you Th- know. Think of like the the concept of cheat sheets or note sheets, right? And then we'll jump back into recapping the week here. But yeah. like the whole concept should be built around you need to put the work in. So I'm not just gonna give you a note sheet or a cheat sheet. You need to create your own because there is an element of you need to actually do yeah. like work. I'm not saying that you're gonna have all the answers. You just need to be able to organize them in a way that you can then go back and quick access, you know, utilize it. And then going into the the test or the quiz or whatever you're working on the project, um, to have that cheat sheet or note sheet, it, it's so vital because that's how it's going to work. I don't want a fucking chemist at the University of Minnesota who's studying uh, plant-based cures for cancer to be like, oh, man, well, when we got to this point, we didn't get to have a, a textbook or notes, so I'm just going to guess. Yeah. No, you're no. going to look that no, shit up. No, you're going to look that shit up. If you're not sure. Yeah. And granted, there are some things in every subject that, like, if you don't know by memory, you're not going to make it. Exactly. There's like, already going to be indicators like, out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously there's some shit you need to know by memory. That's mm-hmm. just a given. But to know every single, like, minute detail of, like, little tiny things that yeah. might happen is just ridiculous. But 
I digress. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, Spring Break Extended. This extended. has to be like one of the only time for sure. Like the only time it happens for this reason. Oh, I probably think. the first time it's happened. And it's a, no, this is a nationwide thing. This isn't bro, just like what, a I don't think they thing. closed. Yeah, it's this is nationwide. Schools are closing. Yeah. Like my um, friend Cam's school closed. And I mean, all the other schools are closing. Yeah. No, it's nuts. And it's it's kind of crazy, too, when you start thinking of like, it's out. I mean, just we were starting with schools. And I kind of briefly mentioned, too, a little bit with the sleep stuff with sports. And that's a huge part of my life. And, you know, what am I going to do for the next 60 days? But that's, you know, a little less serious. But uh, and just it's just kind of nuts how, yes, it is obviously deadly. People are dying from it. But it's not a you get it and you die disease. No, right. It's so not. I think there's those kind of like we should separate those two. Again, not saying that it's not a serious thing. I think there, we all got kind of jolted and reminded over the last 48 hours, 72 hours. I think a lot of us, especially in the Midwest, a lot of jokes are being made, and oh, now yeah. it's kind of like one of those things of Ooh. we probably were not taking this as serious as it was. But mm. to our kind of not credit, but kind of just for knowledge. lack of a better term, to our not knowledge base, every other thing that's kind of happened like this. Has, has always over. been something that's not been this big of a deal. No. And this is like the first one. <laughs> Where it's like, oh shit. Yikes. <laughs> like, schools are closing. Jobs are literally closing down. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Preston, he works for Anderson Windows, which is, um, you know, I don't know, one of the biggest window door. It's called Top 3, yeah. Top 3 Windows in the Midwest. Doors, yeah. um, shingles, too. They do a bunch of stuff that you don't, but, yeah. yeah. Windows um, and doors, mostly. But I mean, like, yeah, probably top three biggest window door manufacturer in the Midwest. He works for them, and they're shutting down the plant on Friday. Damn. Like, phew. which all this stuff happened about five, six weeks ago in China. We all make yeah. jokes about it. Like, ooh, oh, I guess yeah. we aren't going to get our iPhones. Yeah. Like, and now it's, like, now it's like, ooh, hey, ooh. <laughs> American jobs are going down too. Yeah. And that's like one of the last things that do usually. We got a, we got a big old text from our boss at the W. Mm-hmm. Um, how. It was basically just like a, yo, like we had a parasole, you know, manager meeting, corporate meeting, and these are the steps that we have to take now yeah. because we're in the restaurant business, you know, industry or whatever. Um, I guess we have like sandy buckets have to be everywhere yep. and we have to refill them every two hours and blah, blah, blah. Um, they threw a little sneaky, uh, you can't have your phones now. I heard now. about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you have yeah. to keep your phones in your lockers. Eh, we'll see about that. I'm still going to use my phone in the elevator maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I don't I think for, you know, they're kind of throwing that in there because it's like they don't want the servers on their phone because barbacks and bartenders are never on their phone. Yeah. There's no place to be on their phone. Yeah. Servers can go back into the server. And whatever. I get it too, right? I get it too. There's I a mean, lot of like, germs on phone. I, I'm not necessarily seeing that, but no, it's yeah. kind of a weird thing to include. <laughs> it's just like one I of get those both sides. sneaky. Anyway, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I wonder, I'm, I'm guessing business is going to go down because... Oh, We're for sure. Attached to the hotel. Everything's going down. Yeah, and it—it—it's—it's uh, it, it's so strange. It's one of those deals where, again, this is the this is the only time in my entire life that I've okay, let's let's call it that I've been able to consciously make my own thought, form my thought, right. only thoughts and opinions on this. Uh, for probably anyone age, maybe let's call it sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, roughly in there, like high school age to mm-hmm. and up. This is. For sure, I don't. I can't even think of one. I was trying to think of like research wise last night of like other things like this. There's just not another. There wasn't another thing this big. Yeah, that's shut down stuff like this. That's really made like, hey, we gotta do whatever. It's SARS in the beginning, but that blew over real quick. Yeah, and it's just and there's not and I think that's one of the bigger things too. And the more we read about, everyone has the access to the same information. Yeah. I think this is like the biggest thing that I get of 
when I hear like four different opinions on something, uh, and not opinions of like what we should do, but opinions of like, hey, well, you know, the, the death rate's crazy, or oh, it's only affecting old people, or, or what, you know, that kind of stuff where it's scientific mm-hmm. opinions from non scientific people, basically. Yeah. I'm just like, listen, we all have the same access, same information. Like, I, you just go with it. I don't, yeah. I don't, like, I don't, it's just whatever. You take the precautions. It sounds like it's not, again, life threatening unless mm-hmm. you let it get there. Yeah. But it's just like the, I mean, it's just the flu. Right, it's just a, it, it's, it's like a weird mix of so based on what I right. little internet yeah, research, yeah. which again take with a grain of salt, everybody. I, I don't think this is necessary. You should take this as like fact. Yeah, but it, from what I can gather, it's it starts as a common cold, which in the Midwest right now everyone probably has a common cold. Yeah, and you show symptoms in different ways. So some people just have a stuffy nose, a little bit of a cough, cough maybe a slight sore, sore throat. throat. <clears throat> as I cough, <laughs> <clears throat> but. Yeah, probably. I might have a forty percent chance. I think right now that I have it, but uh, yeah, it, it starts as that. Then you get better, mm-hmm. and then it goes into flu symptoms. So fever, uh, not really upset stomach stuff, but again, kind of like head congestion, just feel tired, joint pain. Yep, and then that gets better, and then it goes into pneumonia. So like when it keeps going. And that's why it's so important when that they keep saying the wash your hands thing. And yeah, we're gonna make jokes in about three weeks about the washing hands thing. I get it, but. I think it, it's one of those deals where we should definitely overreact mm-hmm. to make it so that we get people to jump on board. And you can kill it from what I can understand of you might have it and just get common cold symptoms. Yeah. You might have it and get flu symptoms. If you haven't get pneumonia symptoms, yeah, that's those are the people that are like, oh, shit. Like those are the ones because that starts getting lung stuff and breathing stuff. And I think we both have asthma. So like yeah. uh, I had pneumonia twice in the fall. Who knows? Maybe I had coronavirus in the fall. But like it. It's it is tough, and you're coughing, and you like every. I remember when it was really bad for those three days, the second time, coughing and not being a, like every minute having to cough to the point of like, okay, um, I'm kind of like winded after doing this. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't so bad where I couldn't breathe or having trouble breathing, but it was just like every one to two minutes I had to cough for like ten to fifteen seconds. Right. It was brutal, and then your throat gets raw. It's just not fun, but it is kind of crazy that. Especially for, I feel like, us here, where we get cold weather. I don't know what flu season's like in L.A. I don't know what flu season's like in Miami. Mm-hmm. But flu season here is, like, pretty much everyone gets it. Some kind of symptoms. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like that's the problem right now. Because everyone's like, oh, it's just like a flu season. It's just extended. But it, it's different because when you get this flu, you get pneumonia along with it. Which yeah. can happen with the flu, too. But. Right. I don't know. it be interesting. But, yeah. Um, Low-key, shout-out coronavirus for yeah. uh, canceling school. <laughs> Um, I just last, last little joke about it, but I think it's funny that, you know, coronavirus rolls around schools canceled online classes, but negative 30 degree weather didn't really do this. Yeah. Right. It did it for two days. Um, the live hostage situation on campus didn't cause a (laughs) campus shutdown. Um, but you know, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And I think too, going to like the jokes thing before we move on, because I think everybody's talking about this and there's only so much you can talk about before it becomes annoying just part of the masses but um i think jokes are fine i'm gonna gonna, gonna take that stance oh yeah absolutely i think everyone generally now if you're an asshole you know what and you're making jokes about it guess what it's not the joke that's the problem it's you right so like i think that's that's the other thing that we should like kind of also take to like with a grain of salt too like no you're not mad at the joke the joke is probably kind of funny you're mad at the person because he's a fucking douche like Mm -hmm. or she or whatever um but yeah, we gotta like get through this still. Like this is gonna be probably like a six to nine month from everyone's estimation. Like this is gonna probably ruin the summer. 
Like for a lot of people, it's just going to linger and it's always going to be there. And then by about May or June, we're going to get sick of hearing it. Like we got to be able to get through it too and still keep our own sanity. Right. And, you know, it's roughly they're estimating like one third of people are going to get it. Um, jokes are fine. We all feel bad for the ones that do end up like it ends up, you know, dying. You know, people die from this. But uh, in general, it looks like it's, uh, they said like looking backwards, the statistics have been it's only a 98% cure rate or recovery rate. So that's pretty good. But I, I think what I'm now like getting upset at is the people that are getting upset at the jokes. And it's like, if it comes from a good person and they're just making light of the situation, they're just trying to like make light of the situation yeah. and they're trying to like, Hey, let's, let's use some like humor here. And then you get the people that don't have a sense of humor. Like, Oh, you're, you're an asshole. It's like, no, you're you just... probably just don't have a sense of humor. But if it is an asshole saying it, then it's again, it wasn't the joke. It was, it was a right. person. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where this goes. Um, but I don't know. That's fair. Well, Leaking into how it's affecting, how like most of us have been kind of processing and getting information, which is super backwards, and I don't think was the intention of how social media like worked. Kind of jump into our main topic for for this week, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of the progression of social media, just yeah. kind of origins a little bit, and kind of our stories with it. Uh, I think it's something that everyone here that's listening uses in oh, some yeah. capacity or has used right in mm-hmm. various amounts, um, but just where it's come from all the way back to early 2000s, right? To the Friendster, MySpace days, to Facebook. Good times. To where we're at now, probably the Instagram, Twitter days. Mm -hmm. And then where it's kind of going in the probably Snapchat, TikTok, and things that have not been created yet. Oh, yeah. I think that's the other thing, too, that we always have to watch out for. But, um, And just kind of how going again, related back to what we're trying to go through Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the pressures that we feel of using for social media. But... uh, Diving in, what was the first social media account, account. app, account. program, account you had signed up for? MySpace. That was me too. I was yeah. not a Friendster guy. MySpace. I didn't know first. that was a thing. Okay, I'll go back to if AOL Instant Messenger counts as a social media thing because you I could, wonder. I think in a very like like 8-bit video game kind of style, right. I would consider that social media. Um, I would say that technically is the first thing I signed up for. I don't know. I can't. I don't think I ever. You would have missed up. it. It was big, late elementary school, middle school for me. So that would have been probably about two thousand to two thousand and four. Yeah. It's probably when it was big for me. Um, no, I never. Yeah, I don't think I. No, I never did. Yeah, I am. I mean, the closest thing I got to social media at that age. So what was I? Three to seven. It was like RuneScape. RuneScape. Yeah, <laughs> it's where me and my brother learned how to like type. That's and interact helpful. with people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was very interesting. 30-second concept pitch. What is RuneScape? All right, RuneScape is like, it's like an MMORPG, um, different skills uh, that you, you know, level up through training, you know, mining and strength and magic and... So, computer range. game? Computer game, yeah. yeah. Um, computer game. Um, yeah, MMORPG, and you just, you know, you can do quests and... Kind of like that medieval kind of time period esque kind of you know there's like lore and it's not like based on real life by any means obviously sure, sure. but um so is it you say designed for like your age group that you were playing it three to seven or was it maybe like a five was, to twelve thing or no I think it was much older I think it was like <laughs> serious I know yeah, yeah yeah I think it was like people that were playing it were like probably fifteen yeah. into their twenties or whatever that's fair and you know Eli and I just got introduced to it so young and we just started playing it yeah but i think i mean also i think it's definitely you can 
it can be catered to the elementary school kids too as well. That's you know, fair. I mean, it's not like there's it's, there isn't like gore necessarily or you know mm-hmm. foul language. So that's fair. Yeah, but, I don't know it. So RuneScape so that for was you. Probably, not that that's <laughs> social media, but that was my first yeah. um, kind of introduction to mm-hmm. online interacting with people. Yeah. Can you, so jumping forward, RuneScape to MySpace for you. Mm-hmm. For me, it was AIM. We don't have to spend a ton of time on AIM. If you don't know what that is and you're too young, look it up. It basically is just it's a web OG. client texting service where you had to be on your computer. This is kind of before smartphones, and then once phones could access some internet stuff, you could... It's just, fa- it's just Facebook Messenger back yeah, then. Yeah, and it's basically what it is, and that's what destroyed AOL as Facebook just basically created Messenger. But yeah. <clears throat> the MySpace pages, mm-hmm. which I think don't get enough credit these days. I think it, we're now getting too far away from it. Yeah. For, it's just kind of a distant joke. Um, those were legit, though. Those, it was... I, there's a lot of things I miss about MySpace. Now, do you think you miss it because of the features or because of the snel- the nostalgia? Not nostalgia. It, no? It's definitely certain features, and that's what I was going to specifically mm. kind of mention. Um, I both miss this the, the, the top eight friends thing. That's nostalgia <laughs> miss. I don't know. That's kind of legit, though. It Exactly. It's like, I there's some good want, I still want that, though. I, yeah, I do, too, but it's like one of those things see, now where it's your, like... Who's in your group? Yeah, it... Oh, man. There was just a lot of, in, like, high school, and that was kind of, my space was end of middle school for me into, like, sophomore year of high school, and then by end of sophomore year of high school, I would transition to Facebook. I was one of the first people in my grade to move from MySpace to Facebook, because okay. I had an older sister who was two years older, and she was about to go to college, and, yeah, it's the, you know, it was the thing at the time, so... Yeah. That was my birthday present at 16 years old was my sister made me a Facebook page. Nice. Yeah. So that, nice. that's how that happened. But uh, no, I the the top eight friends thing, the backgrounds, I know you can do that right now. You can do like the wallpaper and your picture and stuff. And But the the layout of Facebook right now, how it is. And Facebook's Dude, it's pretty older. garbage. Yeah. It's just kind of it's very simple. It's very it's... basic. It, they definitely like, I feel like went the route of we want to uh, be approachable to like the adults, elderly. And yeah, the ones that don't care about having like the backgrounds. But when you got some of those sick backgrounds, that pe- think how much Dude. time people made or spent making MySpace backgrounds. And I might, backgrounds might not even be the technical term anymore. But but everybody, everyone if you it. know, you know. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, the biggest thing I miss though is the the music. I was gonna say that's like a main component of and it. And then yeah, once I think Justin Timberlake bought it for like thirty million in like twenty twelve or something, <laughs> he tried to make it a music thing, right? But yeah. it was, oh man, it was so, oh, it was just so great. <laughs> um, the You could pick a different song. and the, the Music, for, I mean, I think for both of us, for sure for me though, I won't speak for you necessarily on this, it's such a big part of like my life and like mm-hmm. different vibes and different things. And I just recently made the transition over to like Spotify from Google Play Music, which I don't know why I was on. I think it was just a free <laughs> add-on from when I signed up for YouTube, uh, uh, whatever the, the high level of that one is, but uh the just like the incorporating that into like everydayness of hey i'm feeling this little john song right now oh just kidding kanye now Gold it's Digger. Song. yeah and then like i think of like the one song that sticks out the most though that was like on my myspace page for a while and got like the the largest range of reactions positive and negative mm-hmm. the negatives are kind of just like really but the positives are like oh Fuck yeah. Interesting. I didn't see that coming for you. Like those yeah. kind of comments okay, where you're like, yeah, yeah nice. Was uh, was Death Cab for Cutie? The I Will Follow You Into the Dark? Dude, I don't know if I know that Oh, song. you don't know the classic? I, well, I might. Okay. I just don't know the name. We'll, uh, we'll play it we'll play it after the pod here. You just got to remember. But um, 
where it's just like kind of stuff like that where you could take some risk musically i think now there's not a way to like express your express music, music. yeah you, you can media. create playlists and say hey listen this and soundcloud hey maybe come that's the next thing maybe it circles back around and we just create the next thing totally and you talk about and i think we're decently gonna mention we it. license it through like spotify yeah you know we partner and then we make some sort of t- copy of twitter and face and instagram mm-hmm. um and you're and it's basically you know when you go to your profile like you said i mean the music goes it's going it, it and oh man i I don't know where I think that's going to be in a weird way like MySpace has a chance and I don't think it's n- soon but no. let's call it the end of this decade to circle back because of the music element. Yeah. Because we're going to be able to because it is we're looking with Spotify. Like, how let's, let's think about it. Like MySpace it was music and just what dude it was so long ago. I was so young. I don't really remember a whole lot. Yeah. But it was like po- like updates or whatever, right? Again, you're, it was just as long ago yeah. for me than it was for, for you, but uh, the biggest thing for me that I can remember with MySpace was Sundays, because the co- the copywriters weren't mm-hmm. out yet because of Monday morning, you could download so many sick songs mm. that people had created and stuff that had some copyright infringement. That was the biggest thing for me. The Friends thing, what was, what was, there wasn't like a comment board, was there? I feel like you could like post like your status though. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to look up MySpace. Let's see if it's. I think it still exists. Oh yeah, there's no way they give up that URL. Featured content on MySpace. It looks different now. Um, oh yeah. There's bios and stuff. I think. Uh, I don't know. I just want to see a MySpace page. I'm gonna go to images, not books. Interesting. Um, Tom was Facebook, right? Or is he MySpace? I think that was MySpace. That was definitely MySpace. My, okay, this is all feels like. This doesn't feel right. I feel like this is very much like we're just trying to be Facebook. What we're looking at now is like it's a blue Probably border like in the top. The end, the end of MySpace. So yeah, so status and mood. Yeah. Give you bios. Was, yeah, yeah. So it was literally just that, and people would just post dumb stuff, and you could like post it to other people's boards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna type right. MySpace 2004-5. See what it looks like if we can find any images of it. Oh, here you go. He's a he's a great example. The yes. Uh, flashback Friday, MySpace. Uh, last log in two thousand eight. That's unfortunate. Where's that picture? Okay, bro. I don't know if we dude, can this see is this very better, like, but this might be easier. Nostalgic, right? So yeah, pictures in the left. Everyone was doing like the duck face before they knew what the duck face was. Yep. Showed where you're from, your last login. That was big too. Like when mm-hmm. when you log it in, you, if you get the friends that log in like once a week, you're like, I don't know about this. Get the ones like, oh, they logged in today already. Oh, what? It's yeah, only seven. They're on. They're online right now. Oh no. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't know if there's like a chat. Oh yeah, there's a message me, add me, send message, uh, add group forward, add his fave, block me, rate me. Um, Bro, nostalgia trip. Yeah, the bios that was big. It was basically like a blog. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. But, and then yeah, and then you could like there's different like <clears throat> apps or like. Different things you could put into your page. So the music was the a big backgrounds, bro. Yeah, the backgrounds. Oh man, and you. Oh yeah, and your name could be. I remember. Yeah, this is a big thing. Your name didn't have to be your name. So mm-hmm. I'm. Oh, dude, this is locked down memory oh, yeah. hard right now. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, this one is crazy beautiful. Is her name mm-hmm. with uh, two semicolons between the two words and then two periods and an asterisk and an underscore before it. Huh. <sighs> Extend that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So MySpace, 
the music thing huge the, the top eight friends thing i think you could get an app and bump to 16 mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like that was a thing you could do but like it transitioned from that into what it is today like if we skip over facebook right i mean obviously i think most yeah. people listening remember you know probably the beginning or like a little bit after the beginning of that yeah and then um you know, and until like the Facebook's prime and ultimately it's down, not the downfall, but like it's downfall in popularity, perhaps. If we go back to Facebook 2015, before they make any of the political missteps that they yeah. did with the analytical data and stuff or whatever, um, like 2015. So, yeah, we had mentioned pre pod, like if you would have told me in 2012 that Facebook would have gotten overtaken by Instagram and Twitter, I would have told you to kick rocks. Yeah. Right? I think that was my exact, exact quote from that. <clears throat> where even in 15 you could have been like oh they're only getting bigger mm-hmm. and then one giant dog turd they step in and it's over i think it also had to do with though people's interest though i think the whole the shift to instagram was already happening for sure but yeah. they had like incorporated like tweets into twi- into facebook like it was basically it was the hub and all these other things existed outside of it i don't remember for or at least for me personally i guess i can't speak for everybody but like for me personally it was never like I transitioned to other platforms because Facebook did something. Mm-hmm. It was just because, I don't know, I just lost interest in Facebook. So, yeah. So, Facebook also had this issue, I would say, in their in their heydays between 2012 and 2015, where they kind of junked themselves up too much. They acquired too many side small programs or small companies, incorporated them into Facebook and your feed, and they kept changing the layout. so shitty. I think everyone, I'm going to pull up a Facebook page right now. I think the crazy thing... That if you look at your homepage right now, right, it's, so, I think the picture's on the left? Yeah. And it's in the in the wallpaper, all that stuff. You have the bio still, stuff still on the left, whatever. All this stuff used to be flipped. Your picture used to be on the right. Did it? Yeah, that's how crazy it is. And, like, the wallpaper thing like wasn't really a thing. It was just, like, a generic thing you could do. Um, the the posts um, always started with is. So it always would come off as like, Woody is, and so it's like, so you always oh, had to create yeah. it in a certain way of like, uh, Woody is pissed they just canceled the NCAA basketball tournament because of coronavirus, WTF, exclamation mark. You had to do stuff like that. Proof yeah, Pete wants to get in on here. Bro, yeah, what's up? I think a huge part of Facebook's downfall too is once when the older generation figured out how to use it and thus became uncool. Yeah, that's cool, for kids. sure. That was a big part of it, too, where they started migrating to Instagram because it was simpler and cleaner. Uh, hey, how'd the interview go? Dude, that's yeah? I believe it. Uh, Producer Pete might be moving on to be a bartender Pete at... Really? Are, is it just summer? Or is it going to be... No, like, is it just... like Are you planning on, like, working there past September? Or past golf season? Probably not. That's fair. Busy shit, nice. Oh, yeah. Banquet bartender Pete. Um, it's mainly gonna be a server, server. Never mind. Mainly server slash banquet bartender yeah. Pete. But I think I'll make more serving, actually. Nice. Fair enough. GGs. Presswood Golf Course. Woodbury. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah. A lot of those kind of go. Interesting. But yeah, mm-hmm. the I mean, Facebook was just like it's such a strange like thing and then yeah it kind of is what Pete was saying the uncoolness for sure um i think everyone both knows but constantly forgets instagram is owned by facebook yeah so 
when everything started shifting there and then they were able to buy out Facebook or buy out Instagram, Instagram. they didn't care mm-hmm. that you moved over there. They're like, whatever, you're seeing the same stuff. We just have to make ads in a different way out and make it seem like their posts. And then yeah. they, that translates to Facebook and whatever. Um, and there's significantly younger crowds on Instagram and how that's utilized for sure. Um, but I think that that's also like a downside, right? Because we kind of traditionally know that a lot of the consumer like dollars are missing. I, mean, I don't know what the percentage breakup is on the pie chart, but when you're only appealing to the younger crowd, like on Instagram, right? And I don't know if there's a perfect way to do it. You kind of have to do both. Uh, you're, you're just missing out on a huge demographic of potential people that find you know, mm-hmm. what you're doing, you know, interesting, but which I would say segues into TikTok nowadays it does it is pretty much strictly younger. Like in oh, my, yeah. in my oh, head, yeah. like when I say younger, I mean like middle school. So you got to think of who is having phones that are theirs. So I don't know if it's going to be under 10, but I would say 12 to 16, 18. Even college, right? So, it, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, I mean, so the college starting people age. are, but I think a large majority, like, the biggest number, right, of age group or whatever is 12 to 17. I could see that. I'm sure they have the... the just based on what I've seen. Yeah, no, yeah. Just on... It's definitely, like, a high school, middle school you, thing. Okay, so do you have a TikTok account? I mean, whatever you have to create to, like, so, download to, to view. the app. Yeah, yeah, so you have the app. Yeah. <clears throat> I just downloaded it two days ago for mm-hmm. the first time. I had seen maybe 20 total TikToks uh, before downloading it 48 hours ago. Since then, I've probably watched another 50. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised by them. I think there's a lot of... It's a great outlet to, like... Make stuff. Yeah, create for creators and like, or creative types. Yeah, And, like, you know, kind of find out, like, what you like to do, definitely. Yeah, I think it's a bad rap because it's so... Especially Younger. when you're older and hanging out. You, you typically hang out with people your age. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're talking about it, it's the, the classic not understanding it. It's the classic oh, yeah. 2010. Your parents, you talk about Facebook. Oh, Facebook is just that dumb thing you're always on on your phone. It's like, yeah, it, it is. but <clears throat> And I don't know. I don't know if my parents, if they create a TikTok account and start creating videos, if I'm going to be super thrilled. My but, take on it is just that I find that the content, the majority of the content on there, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm what, 22, almost 23, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was very much prime into the prime heydays of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like living in it. I've experienced everything, I feel yeah. like. I even, you know, experienced MySpace. Uh, my take on TikTok is uh, I, I can understand why people are hating on it. My thing, why I'm not a huge fan of TikTok, is just like a lot of the content on there isn't meaningful content. Definitely. Um, I agree with that. It's very lackluster, I think, comparatively. Um, and a majority of it is just like dancing. I would say 50% of TikTok is girls and mostly girls, you know, doing really like poorly, you know, choreographed, danced, yep. you know, things to songs. No, I mean, that's just the market. I mean, that's whatever. I'm not bashing it. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I mean, half the dances they they do, I can't do. But if you look at it, like, overall choreography is not great. You know, it's not like they're doing, like, cool stuff. But. So, so yeah. So, the reason that, I think, this became a topic this week, and the reason I got on TikTok two days ago was. This uh, video we're going to. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, I mean, you won't be able to see it if you're listening. But Charlie you can D'Amelio. And that's the kind of thing where I, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. No. It's one of those, that's how far away removed I is. I, but she's got 32 million followers on TikTok. And she amassed, like, she said she amassed. In one like, year. So the 32 in one year, but the crazy number, I think it was something she talks about it where it's like, 
she amassed something like 16 million in a month. Like she put out oh. that one video where it's like the person she again, this mm-hmm. isn't I'm not we're just breaking out a video it's because you, get, you can't see the visual. Um, we also don't know how to import audio into the, the uh, broadcast yet. We'll figure that out eventually. Um, <laughs> but I think that's kind of like a, a good kind of point to make where it's so new for me. And yeah, it's cool. But they're dubbing her the, the queen of TikTok right now. She kind of is. She's 15. It's nuts. She's um, making money though now. Yes. And we don't know how yet. We Brand don't know deals. how. Sure. Okay. We know. But like we don't know. So like YouTube, right? Ad revenue. You I can very easily make like six figures a month off of that if yeah. you're big. So what I'm just going to quickly put in, mm-hmm. um, I know in the heyday of Vine, remember Vine? Yes. Um, so the big Viners, the yep. top Viners were getting $10,000 an ad and what they would do, it was just a brand deal. So mm-hmm. for six seconds, yep. they say something about the brand and they're making 10, 10 bands. Yep. And I think it's the same thing. I think it's different. I think it's evolved. I'm probably no for like you no know, no but yeah so it's a good base to start again yeah Vine you could throw in there of like during the Facebook heydays, RIP Vine, um, and TikTok is kind of thankful that Vine went away because this definitely well, definitely was the okay now that Vine is gone what are we gonna do, um, and, and this is clearly something that still is a thing and mm-hmm. hey maybe Vine was the the client base that was using it kind of aged out right maybe we turn it into something that appeals to younger think of even the names Vine versus TikTok. Yeah. Right, TikTok definitely appeals to a much younger crowd, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, I think it's a, it's one of those deals where for sure I think she probably has netted a couple million dollars in the last month, mm-hmm. uh, which is nuts. A fifteen-year-old just doing that because she puts out a couple dance videos. Uh, the dance videos, again, I think it's a likes thing, right? You're right. Yeah, so it's, algor- it's for sure algorithm driven, like everything else is at social media right now. Um, and you go and you know watch her stuff, and I don't, I'll say I, I don't like it. But not like I, I appreciate it, and I totally understand it, and all of her yeah. make it, making money parts of it and everything like that, for sure. I totally happy for her, psyched for her. I just don't find it interesting. It's not, it's probably never going to show up on my algorithm. Yeah. Um. It'll be interesting to see if they're tapped in like Facebook is, and if I get all of a sudden a <laughs> Charlie uh, D'Amelio video here the next time I open the app <laughs> up. But uh, for me, it it's I'm probably more on the comedy side and the bit side of things, and kind of mm-hmm. more like the Vine stuff. Uh. If it's something like kind of more serious or a dance video, I'm probably skipping it pretty quick, and that algorithm's probably getting built really fast right now for me. Yeah. But uh, it, it's again, it's so strange. Which one do you want to watch? You want to watch the uh, the, da- the actual dance one for two minutes? Sure. Okay. Also, how's the audio on this? Not playing. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, because it's muted. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, hold on. There you go. Nice. So we can hear it in our headphones. You can hear it with seeing. But it's just the two-minute video of the Charlie D'Amelio teaches a dad eight TikTok dances. Um, it's kind of strange that she's only 15. I I also had no idea who she was when I first saw this video. So the, so I'm on YouTube a lot at night just watching. Just, and we could probably talk about YouTube is another one that's kind of like a social media. Less social media, just a nice media outlet. Uh, but it's kind of crazy when... This just shows up on my like recommended videos, and I've never heard of her. Yeah. Right. And granted, three months ago, no one had heard of her really. But or whenever that time was, I think it was in January she blew up. Like three months ago. I think, I think so. it was before that. She was in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's February though. She was in the Super Bowl. She was in a Super Bowl commercial. Was she really? So it was way before that. I don't think so. She I said think... that in the video. I'm I'm Jimmy Fallon. 
But okay, hold on. It's crazy. It it, it really is. And um, I don't know. We can figure this out later. But yeah, I don't know. I think and this is kind of like an important part of kind of where we want to go. I mean, I, we this is this uh this show is gonna get very boring if we keep talking about TikTok and oh, yeah, intricacies because we it's both don't really use it. But <laughs> but it, it is something that's interesting, right? I think we both yeah. have, have talked about how like how what's a way to get videos out and get like different content out and just in mm-hmm. general and. I don't know what TikTok's going to do next. I think, you know, for them kind of going forward of what's the next social media kind of thing, right? Because, again, right. you go back and you say, heyday of MySpace. Oh, man, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook comes and knocks out. Oh, that's and the best thing ever. 2014, 2015 Facebook. Twitter's pretty oh, dope. All, it's all about yeah. IG. Oh, tweets? I can see tweets in the, in the Facebook feed. Why do I need Twitter? And now it's like... All about Instagram and Twitter. Instagram's your pictures. Twitter's your your opinions, right? Yeah. And it's kind of you separate out into two. TikTok, Snapchat, kind of saying that video stuff now. Now it's your face in front of something. Um, it's not just you know you typing something behind a keyboard or you taking mm-hmm. a picture. It's like again, kind of like just th- materializing those two into the, into the same thing. What the next? And we talk about with the MySpace, the music thing coming back, the the bio stuff coming back. I think. Yeah. The, the one that can incorporate all of that, figure out the ad revenue thing to put it in a non-annoying way, or mm-hmm. maybe we'll just be normalized to it at that point. It won't even matter. Uh, but I think that's... Maybe the next hitter. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, like, what do you think the next one looks like? Is it... Like, obviously, it's going to be a combination of everything, but as attention spans get shorter... I don't know if it will, though, now that I think of it. I think that we're so... We want to be in so many different things that it might not include everything. So you're gonna, so you think it might be like siloed off? I th- I mean that's what it looks like right now. It's interesting because that's what it's turned into. Mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. Um, that's what it's turned into. Because if you think about Facebook, mm-hmm. you know it had pictures and you know your opinions and you could post videos. You know, granted not in the same way, but and then all of a sudden it segmented itself into opinions, status, straight pictures. And then, and I mean, Instagram has videos now too, you know. Um, I mean, so does Twitter. Yep. Um, but and then I mean, I don't but, know. But Snapchat. both and all. So so that's kind of the separation where, you know, Instagram, Twitter, a little bit, Facebook. You can up, you have to upload content created outside. Yeah. Of the platform, platform uh, the, the the of <laughs> the platform, um, where Snapchat and TikTok. I think I we have both not made a TikTok. So mm-hmm. this is now us. Transition I know you up. can you make the content in, in TikTok. So you have TikTok open, you hit record. You hit it's record, all. it's recording, you add effects or whatever you want cool. into yeah. it. Yep. So it's basically like a mini iMovie and then it's like a thing that you can, okay. But you so, can import other videos into TikTok sure. and just upload it. Yep. So you can do both. And yeah. Snapchat kind Snapchat's a little weird, but it was like the first. Again, I think yeah. TikTok's probably a slight evolution on Snapchat too, because there's time limits on both. Um but it's it's in in house, in platform. That's how you create the content. Mm-hmm. If Facebook or Instagram ever came around to just adapting that. That would be interesting. I don't I don't know, and this is where I'm torn where it goes forward, of is it going to be a pre existing social media platform or site or whatever, just incorporating things in, or is it gonna be a completely new entity that everyone's like, fuck Facebook, fuck Instagram, fuck Twitter, fuck TikTok, right. do meh, whatever it's called. And <clears throat> just has it's just a jack of all trades you can do everything thing and because again it the the history would show we tend to want to move on to a new thing yeah rather than keep updating an old thing i'm not sure 
Facebook might have figured it out, kind of like Google, how to stick around and how to always be <clears throat> kind of like the one. Like this is what you use. Do I see a world in 2030, 2035 where they decide to shut the doors down? Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. You know, you think of like back in Google's heydays of like late 90s, Yahoo and AOL were probably bigger. Yeah. Right? Because they, they were just a search engine. Yahoo, you had email. AOL was like, again, you had email. And then all of a sudden, Google's like, yeah, we're going to be something completely different than this. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're gonna have physical space. We're going to have materialistic physical things. And now Google's what? One of the five largest Companies entities. In the world. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even a company. It's, it's like an a, entity. Yeah. It's, like an, it's like its own thing. Um, same with Amazon. Started as a bookstore, right? <laughs> kind of some stuff like that. Right. I, that's where I'm and kind of going transition to the next kind of part of this where it's like, uh, we both watched a little bit of Gary Vee here and there. Right. Me more recently than maybe you have or more in depth lately, but I, don't, I wouldn't say I've done like a huge amount of research on it yet, but he does mention like interesting things. He was kind of like a flipping comment that I really like pulled onto of like, you know, who are the next ones going to be where, yeah, uh, you know, in terms of content creators where he's like, well, are you going to be the one that decides, Hey, I'm going to move from Facebook to Instagram and now I'm going to move from Instagram to TikTok with the times, or are you going to be kind of stuck in your own ways and say, Oh, those things are stupid. I and saw the like, same video. Yeah. yeah and he talked about how Dane Cook, yeah. Dane Cook was the king of MySpace. He dominated and then refused to switch over to Facebook mm-hmm. and just got forgot about. And I think that was part of it. Now, like looking at like once he said that it all fit in. Cause there's yeah. a point in like 2007, he was untouchable. Dane Cook. And then Facebook in about 07, 08 made that jump to now it is the social media platform right. and it's not even close. And he was stuck in the MySpace stuff. And then all of a sudden it was a very cool thing to do in like around that time, 08, 09, to hate Dane Cook. Yeah. Like there's just, oh yeah, Dane, fuck that guy. He's not even funny. I didn't even like his specials. Right. Fuck that. Everyone liked his specials. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Um, like is, so we're, and that's what I'm trying to figure out now of what is that jump and like, what do you see as, is it TikTok or is it something like YouTube where, okay, you probably can't get away with the 30 second videos on YouTube. Those don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the data, no, but I don't they think don't, they don't appeal to me. No. But the, I think the five to video, 20 minutes, maybe. I think it's like a five, a four minute video on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, you look at David Dobrik, I think he's like number one on YouTube right now, not in terms of subs, obviously, but just in terms of just like you look at it, the overall engagement mm-hmm. and views and all in like time watched. I think he's probably number one. Yeah. And his minutes, his and his videos are four minutes and twenty seconds, every single one. <laughs> Which on is kind purpose. of a good, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no one wants to really watch a video more than that. You know, statistically. Yep. Um. Again, it goes back to the attention span. Yeah. Thing. And just I think don't have it I think if you are going to be on YouTube, that's that's what it is. And, you know, it's these crazy videos. You know, four minutes time. Otherwise, if it's smaller than that, then you look for a different platform. Yeah. I I'd love to get into like uploading videos. I think we've talked about that. But. Yep. And we'll kind of go into that more maybe when uh we have some more of the uh technology readily yeah. accessible for us yeah. to, to to like talk about it instead of us just like, "Hey, on bestbuy.com, I saw this really cool camera." Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh that's a stupid fucking pod to <laughs> talk about for an hour of what we saw on bestbuy.com and stuff. But <clears throat> I think yeah, I think kind of in terms of kind of wrapping up this of where it's going and where it's mm-hmm. you know, YouTube has the broadcast stuff now. I mean, you can basically create your own like for lack of a better word, television channel. Oh yeah. On YouTube. And 
you get subscribers, you get all this stuff, and we talk about the, the, the was it cable cutters or cord cutters or whatever they call it, which really fuck people over like me who loves just like the concept of cable television, even though now it's super obvious that we're just going to head back to cable television. Yeah. It's like, we created the box. What's the box? Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Hulu Plus, one. Disney Plus, all in one. So it sounds like a cable box. Like, we're, we're getting like back yeah. to that, and that joke's been made, obviously, now for about a year, but <clears throat> it... You know, YouTube is, I feel like, really doubling down really hard right now, and it's a Google entity, which is, you know, another thing. Um, so they have the resources to be like, yeah, when that happens, though, we're going to have all these others that are individuals that it's just an app and you can still go see it. And yeah. we don't care if you have DirecTV, Comcast, right. Verizon, whatever the thing that's called, whatever, Charter. You're always also going to have, have YouTube because it's free. And it's unbeatable. It is. And so that's that's a great fucking plan from them where it's like, and that's where it's just going. If, other than sports, sports, and I think news, although you can read news now and see it in mm-hmm. videos and stuff, right? Why sports is like the last and Twitter. thing. That's whole, yeah. And like, <clears throat> but it's the last thing holding people accountable because it happens in real time. And like, even like reality TV, basically once it happens, it exists online. And yep. you, you don't have to watch it or you can DVR it. You get the it. information already. You can't DVR live sports and then still be relevant and current. Mm-mm. But once they, well, maybe they figured it out with coronavirus, <laughs> and maybe the cord cutters are just going to make a huge, massive surge here. But um, no, I don't know. I think where you lean, do you, like where is the next? So you're mostly Instagram. Yeah, you're not really Facebook, although I think you have one. I have. I haven't but, used it. Yeah, in which years. makes sense. Um, what's where do you lean of going next? Of are you kind of the TikTok route, or are you maybe thinking more about YouTube and want to create in that way? I would more rather create. In YouTube. I think it's more appealing to me. Although, like, yeah, I don't know. I think being... My friends always make the joke to me about being TikTok famous. I can see it both ways for you, though. I think it's... No, I think what I would have to do to become TikTok famous is something I don't want to do. I think that my hair and the fact that I have these (laughs) silver bracelets on... um, Helps. And, like, the way I dress helps, and I might be able to become... (laughs) TikTok famous. Um, Do you want to be TikTok famous? I mean, like, if it was like, you can be TikTok famous or you could not, I would take it. (laughs) I think it'd be hilarious. And I think that would then allow me to go in different avenues. That's fair. But I don't know. I'm not going to be dancing on TikTok. We've talked about this of like developing content, like video content, media content in that way. You know, this is the start of it with Mm -hmm. the WOTW here. Uh, But. I could see it both ways for you. I don't think I could do TikTok. I don't. I have. I could tell you right now. I have zero interest in making a TikTok video mm-hmm. with me being the person in front of the camera. If I'm the one just recording it and putting it up to my account of other people, right. that's maybe a little more appealing. But not not with me being the center like focus. Um, but I see it as like YouTube, like you using both of them at the same time. YouTube mm-hmm. is like where you put together all of the like full cut length, like ad advert stuff or like small movies or like whatever and you treat that as kind of like your your feature focus stuff of like hey this is what we're really like all about and here's like a really good in-depth look at it Mm -hmm. but tiktok is a good way of just like putting out quick hitters of you think of traction yeah you think of the Madwest media the video that's on instagram right so instagram and and, and tiktok would get those things and then the ones that are more like the four minute things are really explaining stuff or going into like a deep dive 
and that's more like hey we're gonna we're gonna put more emphasis on this to make this look a little bit a little bit nicer right i think they can work hand in hand i think so too yeah i think for me <clears throat> bold prediction i think tiktok's gonna be dead in about two three years oh absolutely I think there's going to be something that's going to come around that's going to incorporate it, and it's and we're it's not going to need gonna it. Be, I mean, Vine didn't. Vine only lasted that and long. And that's kind of I. I worry about where does TikTok go? I think that's the issue that they need to, to figure out. Of they're on top of the world, um, like where does it go from here? Like what do we? Because to me, TikTok and Snapchat are a little too similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think TikTok allows you to be more of a social media presence, right? Than Snapchat does, but. The, the concept of quick, short-hitting videos that are uh, clever, funny, um, thought-provoking, whatever, uh, cool, interesting, that that is a double-existing thing. And Snapchat, I feel like, has been around a little bit longer. Um, Although there's not a way to, like, yeah, you can follow your favorite fans on Snapchat, but it's not, like, a content curation, curation thing, though. It's more of literally just, like, what I'm doing. It's Twitter with videos <clears throat> and pictures. <clears throat> I would agree, and kind of what we were talking about too, you know, pre uh, in the pre-production meeting. TikTok to me feels like ten minutes to go back to some uh, Gary Vee stuff. YouTube, Instagram is more on the YouTube side, and I would, let's put Snapchat and TikTok on the other side. Snapchat, TikTok are the ten minutes versus the the ten year investment of right. YouTube and Instagram. Of hey, take time to develop this, <clears throat> build this from the ground up. <clears throat> it's going to take, you know, four or five years to get to where you could get in two hours with TikTok. But when you get to that point, right, you're going to have a structured sound, fundamentally, like, mm-hmm. like solid foundation of what you are. Yeah. And you're going to be able to move into the, like, forward with a base. Mm-hmm. Where TikTok, you're going to get all this influx of attention, money, whatever it's going to be. And then you're going to go try to do the next thing, but there's nothing really there. Right. It's kind of a little bit of a random look it's, in there. Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of the content is very sporadic on TikTok. Well, yeah. it might have the same theme. It's still very sporadic, it seems like, but that's coming from someone that doesn't really watch TikTok, you know, videos. So yep. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, and I said, I've watched less than a hundred TikTok videos in my life. I'm someone who's, I, I find it very, to get back into bathroom talk here. It's a great thing to kill 10 minutes with. Oh, absolutely. Right? You're preoccupied for the first two minutes of that 10 minutes, and then the second, like the last eight minutes of it is just really you figuring out whether or not you want to go back to what you were doing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so, like that eight minutes of killing time, that that's great. Yeah. And that eight minutes can sometimes turn into like 18 minutes or like two 45 hours. minutes or two hours. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And I just get lost. And sometimes getting lost like that is, is, is super like freeing. But... No, I, I definitely think of when you look at the when you know concept of you know Gary V here you know shout out Gary where it's ten minutes versus ten years to get to the same spot people are going to take the ten the ten minute thing yeah every ninety nine percent of the time but it's that one percent that are going to like really make it and I think that's when we look at Superbia we look at Superbia Skate Team <clears throat> you know Mad West <clears throat> Mad West Media just different outlets that we have mm-hmm. <clears throat> as coronavirus the cough here is picking up but uh no, you know double otw for example yeah. where it's again it was going back to the episode that we ended up not releasing right we could have totally just did it to like constantly put out content do all that stuff look for quick hitters all that kind of thing but again we kind of sat down and said hey we want to develop something that's solidly like sound mm-hmm. that's the idea not just to like put something out there 
And then all of a sudden, after eight episodes, we're sitting around like, oh, no, do you want to record it or not? Oh, not really. No. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm, the development part of it. And we've, I mean, like, I'm, su- I'm not surprised that we've lasted this long. I'm really not because, like, I thought we would if we did it right. Yeah. And I think we're doing exactly. it right now. Um, but, yeah, it's nice now that we're on, what, episode eight, nine? This will be technically episode eight. For listeners out there, this will be the Five. fourth one that's going to be released, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, we're two months straight every week. Yeah, that's true. Plus, you think back to all the, I think there's a lot of stuff that, and maybe we'll well, talk was, about this down, down the road here, yeah. but like a lot of stuff before even episode one yeah. recorded that we did a ton, and not just like a week or two. No. Like, we're talking like almost a year before we even like live live mics. Yeah. So. Just like phones and shit. Exactly. But. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see where we are, though, social media wise. Yeah, kind of what the presence is, and that's something we got to talk about too. And I think, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get into that more when we start talking about. I think down the road, pretty soon here, we're gonna have that that episode that focuses on kind of our own uh, insecurities around how do we market this? Because I think yeah. that's something we both have talked about before in relating to the social media stuff. That hey man, like I don't it's love tough. putting myself out there and dealing with the your friends saying, "Oh, that podcast sucked." Like mm-hmm. I, it, that that sucks to hear. Yeah, and so. How do you balance that whole, we need to do it this way, otherwise it's not going to work right. for, with the everybody you know basically telling you that you're you're a piece of shit. Yeah. So uh, with that super happy note, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up for for this week. Any uh, parting thoughts? Um, I don't know. Stay inside. Um, wash your hands. Wash your hands for sure. Don't go to the grocery store and buy all the fucking toilet paper yeah, and water. Yeah, because we only have 12 rolls left here and we got five dudes and I and it's like, a lot. You're being dramatic. Go, if you're, if you're not going to get coronavirus, the chance of you going to coronavirus, if you put a mask on and gloves on, you know, and then go to the, go to Target, pick up a toilet, pick up a roll of toilet paper, go to the self-checkout, eh, I'm I'm doubling down, and there's probably zero scientific proof to this. This is just my mental uh, proof on this. The fact I don't use hand sanitizer, and I don't use I, it either. Is I wash my hands. Okay, I'm not saying I'm a, a, a not clean person. Oh I'm yeah, I don't like using hand sanitizer. I don't like the way it smells. I don't like what it feels. I also subconsciously, not factually based, just maybe don't like want to create some, super bugs. Super bugs, and I feel like my immune system now is so used to those little like dumb things that everyone picks up that everyone else killed. And now I just feel like it's stronger. Granted, you're also talking to someone that caught pneumonia twice in a three-month span. So yeah, tomato, yeah. tomato. Exactly. Uh, with that, I think we'll be out. Uh, yes, sir. We'll be back next week, barring any uh, sudden random deaths from coronavirus here in the next Correct. seven days. We'll see how my first online class goes. Oh, yeah. Have some updates on that. And then uh, <laughs> a few more updates maybe on, again, like you said, Superbia. Superbia. Some marketing stuff going down the road. But uh, until next week, for Ian the Intern. Catch you later. It's been Woody. This has been Double OTW. Peace. Peace.